Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Beyond the Box, hashtag influencer. I'm Sherry Langbert, your host and the founder of Ballabox. We're an influencer marketing agency best known for our dynamic co-sampling and signature box programs. Today's guest, Ariel Medillion, has worked in the lifestyle, wellness, beauty, and luxury fine jewelry categories, growing brands' digital presence with awe-inspiring storytelling. Ariel is now with Rowdy Mermaid, a modern functional beverage company on a mission to make wellness a delicious and beautiful adventure. Hi, Ariel. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining. Thanks for, you know, agreeing to participate. Excited to learn more about your journey and how you, a little bit more about your background and how you landed at Rowdy Mermaid. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to be chatting with you. Um, so a little bit about me. I grew up in California, went to school in Colorado. Um, so health and wellness were a really big part of just my daily lifestyle. Um, Boulder is a very health conscious community. So that kind of when I was in college, that led me to like really be fascinated with the hub of natural foods in that area. Um, so when I left school, that's like where I gravitated to right away. I was offered an internship with Justin's Nut Butter at the time, oh, very wow. small. Um, and that kind of led me to just like learning about the industry, kind of doing some general marketing things, um, doing some influencer marketing, which is very, very different at the time you know, about 10 years ago than it is now, some PR drops, um, PR kind of placements, all of that good stuff. So that led me to move back to California where I was from and join a cosmetic company. So I joined Marquins, which uh, has five or six different brands underneath their umbrella. Yeah. And so I was under the wet and wild division, which was you know, a very different world from natural foods. And so there I was a marketing coordinator, kind of working with art department and the sales team, kind of seeing what does it look like to sell to big box retailers, the CVSs of the world, the Walmarts of the world. And I realized, you know, I don't really want to go towards sales and cosmetics is not my passion. So I took a leap to join a very, very small company that was based in LA and it was called Single Stone and it's fine jewelry. So kind of nice. had a very um, diverse set of industries I've kind of uh, gone through, but at Single Stone, we were a small team, five people. I really was wow. able to build the marketing from the ground up. So the rise of Instagram, the rise of Pinterest, all of that good stuff, I was there from the forefront. So. Um, that gave me a lot of just really good tools that I've used in my day to day, how to get organized, how to build, you know, brand personas, how to look at your brand holistically and appeal to, you know, your individual clients and then wholesale clients. Um, and then during the pandemic, I really wanted to change and, you know, found myself really loving, you know, foods again, spending a lot of time kind of exploring and I moved to Colorado hub of natural foods and found Rowdy Mermaid. It kind of perfectly aligned with what I was looking for. Um, I'm a big kombucha fan, so I was drinking that regularly and they just had launched a new product line called Adapt Tonic, which was um, a sparkling tonic line made with adaptogens. So that was like perfect in terms of my interests and I took the leap and joined them and have been there ever since. That's awesome. So, so many buzzwords that I don't know what they all mean. So before I get into explain to everyone out there what functional beauty is, what an adaptogen is, like all these different words. 
Sure. Yeah. Um, so functional wellness beverages is what Ready Mermaid does. So we are basically a beverage brand that has multiple beverages within our portfolio. We have our kombucha line and we have our tonic line, but the baseline for functional beverages is that there's ingredients that provide an added wellness benefit. So think of um, ashwagandha, which is really good for your mood or lion's mane mushroom, which is really good for brain to combat brain fog. So these key ingredients that have been used for centuries in Ayurvedic medicine and Chinese medicine, but bringing them in a way that's like very drinkable and enjoyable for everyday life. You don't have to take it in a supplement. It doesn't have to taste bad. It's really just enjoying the, you know, the journey of wellness in a fun drink. That's amazing. And so I love the name Rowdy Mermaid. I'm sure you get this all the time, Ariel at Rowdy Mermaid, right? Um, yeah. So our team was talking about that, but I guess, how did they come up with that name? What's the origins of it? Yeah. Yeah. So the name is actually inspired by the founder's daughter. Um, the founder was brewing home, brewing beer in his home. And he had a young daughter at the time who was like, dad, like, what are you making? Can I have some? And he's like, no, honey, I can't you know, have this. And she's like, well, can you make me something that I can drink? So he's like, okay, I'm brewing beer. What is it that I can, you know, make for her? And so he had a beautiful home garden in Colorado and he took these herbs and botanicals from his garden and started to infuse it into a kombucha. And so the whole premise was setting out to create a drink that his that would suit the palate of a three-year-old. So he had oh my God. Product. he was like, you know, giving it to his kids, giving it to his wife, giving it to his neighbors. Everyone's like, this is so, so good. Um, it was caffeine free, low sugar. So it wasn't like giving her all those crazy, like bouncing off the wall, you know, things right. that soda does. Um, low, low acid, low alcohol. And so he had this product. He's like, okay, I think I want to go forward with this. Now, what am I going to name it? And so they were at um, a Colorado hot springs and his daughter, who was the inspiration was like splashing around, kind of being a little bit rambunctious. And he's like, Sava, you're being a very rowdy mermaid. And it just, so she's been the inspiration from the beginning, you know, all the way from then and to the name. How old is she now? She is 14, I believe. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Um, So tell us about the product line. I know you said there's a few flavors and a few different types of drinks, but what's the product line? Are there any new launches coming up? We like to say that we you know, reset the bar in every category that we enter. So we have our kombucha line, which has been our core line. Uh, We have nine flavors. We're just about to launch our 10th, which we're super excited about. It's called Hello Ginger, designed for vitality. It has ginger and yuzu and lemon. So really kind of great citrusy mix. Um, And one of the great things about our product is they all are really, really beautiful. They're white cans, have these bright pops of color on the, uh, for the tails representing the different flavors and this one's going to have a really cool ombre um, tail so it's going to have some green and yellow so really really pretty um and that one speaks to me because i quit drinking and for some two years ago during covid and for some reason ginger i just all i want is ginger like i just keep drinking ginger drinks so super settling it's just like such a great everyday drink i try to cut that coffee and have like my kombucha or you know even mix it into like a mocktail which is really fun exactly Um, so yeah totally aligned there i've been even making my own ginger juice at home recently so i'm like loving having that in the morning for sure um and then we have our adaptonic or it's called 
it's our, it, we just changed the name. So it's called our sparkling tonics with adaptogens. Um, and adaptogens, again, are these herbs and botanicals that have these added health benefits. So the whole line is for immunity and clarity. And the main um, piece there is the mushroom. So we use reishi mushroom all for immune health. And then we use lion's mane mushroom for your brain health. And so that's a key ingredient across the board. And um, we make it soluble. So you don't taste any of the mushroom funk. That's what, <laughs> of, you know, people have a hesitation of drinking mushrooms as it can take ch taste chalky or earthy, but our drinks really, really do a wonderful job at celebrating the ingredients and making it digestible in a way that doesn't taste like bad. That's amazing. And you talked about like the shelf and the product on the shelf. So I'm going to, it just makes me think about like how like shopper marketing and especially beverages, super hard distribution, where are you distributed? Like, are you nationwide? And have you ever leveraged influencers to help with, um, shopper marketing? Cause I feel like brands don't think of it that way. Yeah, sure. Um, so we are nationwide. We are in Whole Foods nationwide and have really good distribution out on the West Coast. Um, we're gaining more distribution kind of in the East and down South. We have a great partnership with HEB and Sprouts, um, Fresh Time. So there's a lot of great banners that carry the product uh, nationwide. But yes, the beverage category has expanded exponentially, I think, especially during COVID when everyone was taking drinks kind of on the go with them and looking for a format that was smaller. Um, and so brand awareness is super important for us. We have really great and strong brand awareness in the Rocky Mountain region where our, our offices are, but how do we expand? Um, to be quite honest, the influencer marketing was a space that we were always like hesitant. Do we jump in early? Do we not? We wanna make sure that we're remaining our authenticity and integrity. Um, so we really utilize brand awareness from a, or influencers for brand awareness specifically. This year, we're now that we have more distribution, we're really hoping to utilize them more for retail pushes and mm -hmm. shopping marketing. Okay, because I know that we have done a lot where like you'll literally because oftentimes it's like someone goes and the product locator function is completely wrong. And so they're going to like five different stores like it says it's here. It's not here. Do you ever see those issues? Is there any and, and so what we do is we kind of point the influencers like showcase which store you're going to and which shelf like down to the shelf, you know, in the store. Um, do you ever do any of that or. We haven't yet, but that's kind of in the works for 2023. So we definitely have more of an emphasis there. The couponing like is very difficult. So if you're trying to offer something to a consumer of like, hey, go try out our product. Oh, it There's not a, little, a lot of great digital solutions right now. So we're really limited to, you know, giving them a physical coupon or mailing them something. Um, mm -hmm. So this year we have found a, a solution that we think is going to work for that and then can now utilize that to help, you know, consumers try it because it's a premium product and we want to make sure that once they taste it, you know, they're most likely going to become a customer because the taste is there, but there is, you know, so much on the shelf. So trying to cut through the noise and saying, hey, like, this is a great product and it has wonderful benefits and I get to try it for um, a discounted, you know, a low risk discounted price. Yeah. Or no, it makes sense. And where do you find with the influencers, the content, like what's 
is what type of content or what channel or what platform. I mean, I know everyone's like TikTok, TikTok, tip, but sometimes like you even mentioned Pinterest, like I think Pinterest is completely underutilized and underrated. Like where do you see the most traction? Video for sure. I mean, across the board, video is the most eye-catching, which I, you know, is no surprise. There's so so much content out there now that you need really someone to be able to stop in, you know, a matter of seconds to be interested in your brand. Um, we still we do still have a strong focus on Instagram, but again, I've been building more of that TikTok channel this year, and then going to push more into that for next year as well. Okay, and then like any of the other channels, like they're just like. You know, I wish we could do them all, but we really want to you know, grow these first and then accept. Yeah. And then, I mean, recipes, for example, are really, really fun to develop for us. And oh, we use sure. that on Instagram, on TikTok, but, you know, implementing on that on TikTok or on Pinterest as well would be great. It's just, that's not our primary channel that we're finding consumers um, are looking for beverage brands right now. Right. And what would you say would be like your demo in terms of like the types of people on these channels that are coming to you? I just asked because it's like, oh, TikTok is super young and then we'll do campaigns. And we're like, wait a minute, like the people that are clicking, you know, or the demo stats that we're getting are, you know, not like 18 year olds. So I'm just curious if you're seeing any different shifts there. Yeah, I mean, again, TikTok's fairly new for us. We're putting much more eggs in that basket as we head into like 2023, but our demo is 25 to 45. So we kind of have a, a big range. Um, yeah. We're finding, you know, different product lines are also landing with different consumers a little bit. Our overall bucket is that range, but you know, the tonics are a little bit more forward and health benefits. So people are drawn to it from packaging are willing to try it, but who's actually purchasing, you know, we still are, are looking through the data month over month to see where is it shifting. Yeah, makes sense. So I know that we're like at the tail end of this year. It's a, I always say like my dad, you say you're dancing at two weddings, like you're still finishing 2022, but you have to plan for 2023. And I guess I just, you know, would love from someone like you to like, what are your predictions if you have any for next year? Or like, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, there's just every minute everything changes. And so it's always great to get insights. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely in planning mode for sure. <laughs> um, you know, I think there's going to be more focus again on content creators, leveraging those and influencers to share your message and also just build that content for you. You know, teams are small. They're trying to be in on so many different platforms. So really utilizing, you know, these extensions of our brands to really, you know, share the new news, share the messaging, share to, where to purchase. There's so much to share and yeah. only can do internally. So I see more push um, on both content creators and influencers, yeah. um, a mixture of both, I think. And then too, as we kind of are going into an economic change, I think there's gonna be a lot more- It's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot more rise of like, how can you do more with the things that you're already utilizing? So clothes, for example, how can you rewear that sweater with five different outfits? Or how can you, you know, utilize a drink you consume every day in new ways, maybe make it as a mocktail, you know, how else are you trying to change your lifestyle? And how can you utilize the products that you already go to in fresh um, experiences? It's funny that you say that because it's like, as a marketer, I'm thinking of like, 
there are so many ways to leverage influence or content that brand like brands are using it primarily to push out a message but like how could you save dollars by leveraging the influencer content for your newsletter for your website for your brand on social for all these others so more like using it for omnichannel as opposed to just exclusively as a push and i think that it's another way to save money um you know as a brand marketer yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd love to get, you know, some of that content in our emails and exactly. um, even test out SMS. We haven't had the capability to do that quite yet, but it's an area that we, we've talked a lot about. Do we want to explore that and how could we utilize existing content to do that? Recipes. I worked mm -hmm. at Weight Watchers. Recipes work. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'm supposed to say dub dub now, I think, or WW. I don't know. Um, and so tell tell us a little bit more about the most rewarding, you know, part of working with influencers or a campaign that you just simply love that just whether now or past, you know, feel free to share. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like when we have the uh, ability to let the influencers take full reign and see what they come up with. You know, we recently partnered with, with you guys on our Release Your Rowdy campaign. And that's where one where we wanted to showcase more of like who is the personality behind our consumers and our team and what does release your rowdy mean to you? Um, how can you express your authentic self and what does that mean? So it's been fun to see what's come through. You know, some people are doing crazy things. Art. Like, yeah. Using kombucha for inspiring them to make an art piece. Other people are, you know, skateboarding. Other people are roller skating. So it's been really fun to just see what their take has been on that brief and what they have put out for us with that, you know, very little guardrails in place. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. And to me, it's just such a fun brand. It's like colorful and cheerful and happy. And I think we could all use a little bit more of that right now, right? Okay, yeah. So I'll my final question is always um, name an influencer you love to follow, but hate to admit that you do. Um, it's a good question because I feel like I curate my feed so much now because I don't want all the noise, but one who I absolutely love right now is brunch with Babs. I don't know if you oh, at all, but I think she's just so hilarious and offers these crazy life hacks, even one for Thanksgiving. I was like, wow, I don't know how I've never thought of that. Which um, one was it? She gave one of those like, um, aluminum cupcake containers and she's like put your yes, for leftovers I was like this is genius how have I never yeah. heard or thought about this so it's genius but the problem in my family is they would need like 50 of those to take home leftovers because the little cupcake thing isn't big enough yeah <laughs> very true but it's also nice to see like she doesn't she's not the typical you know influencer it's nice to see like real value and tips from someone that you know is not the typical type of influencer. So I love, I, I follow her all the time as well. Yeah, she's unexpected, you know? She's not yeah. so curated. It's just, it feels natural and feels exactly. like you're you know, at your grandmother's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing, thanks. And just tell everyone like where we could find you online. What are your socials? Share, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, just my name, Arielle Medillion. Um, my personal Instagram is just for myself, but for sure, follow Rowdy Mermaid. There's a lot of good stuff on there. So awesome. Thank you so much. We'll keep looking out for your products and excited to see more innovations coming from you. Thank you so much, Sherry. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Bowbox Hashtag Influencer. Visit podcast.bowbox.com to get additional insights and full transcript. 
You can find our podcast channel via Apple, Google, YouTube, and Spotify. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button today to stay up to date on the latest episodes.